0: Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep. Welcome, I'm glad you're here, because this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. We're going to do the rest. And what we're going to do is create a safe place where you can put aside any racing thoughts, or whatever's running through your brain, you can toss that out of bed, you know, shut it down, or actually just let it run. It's going to kind of, you know, I'm going to catch its attention. You're going to listen to my voice, listen to me talk, and just pay attention to me. Loosely, like kind of like you're holding like a, a baseball that's made of ice cream and it's both those things. I try to imagine that. It's not melting Okay, and it's not actually cold or uncomfortable, but you don't want to hold it too tight. Maybe it's like one of those things I was on the Star Trek. Uh, what was things called? Not Furbies. Uh The things out Tribbles. I think they're called. Yeah, you're holding the Tribble. Okay, and maybe the Tribbles what's racing in your brain. But if you hold it loosely, and uh, just, or maybe the story's the Tribble. I'm not sure, but all you need to do is pay attention, listen to my voice. And I'm going to do the rest. I'm going to distract you from whatever's been keeping you up at night. And uh, I'll just go on and on. I don't really ever have a point. So that's what I mean to say loosely, is you just pay attention, kind of. Instead of paying attention to what's going through your brain, just pay attention to what I'm talking about. Uh, as uh, some, what is it? Chris Tucker once said to Jackie Chan, famously, in the movie Rush Hour, or possibly in rush hour, too. Can you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? Or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. But yeah, just hear the words that are coming out of my mouth. Kind of pay attention, kind of listen. But is they're it, is it not exactly, it's not like I'm freaking uh, Abraham Lincoln or someone saying something. You know, the next but Abraham Lincoln, oh boy, uh, I don't know what he would do, but he wouldn't be doing this podcast. But that's not, that's beside the point. I'm going to distract you you listen and fall asleep, okay? That's what I'm here for, to kind of bore you to sleep, lull you to sleep, talk you to sleep, drone you to sleep, whatever you choose, however you choose to hear it. Or just to say, hey, I'm here, you can listen to me. Maybe you're not going to fall asleep. You probably will. But, you know, just listen to me. I'm a—I'm kind of like a friend. I'm a person that's just talking to you. So to, instead of thinking, even if you can't fall asleep, just listen. And hopefully... I'll, I'll I'll give you a modicum of relief. That's all I hope. Either put you to sleep or give you a tiny bit of relief. I hope. And that's the podcast. It's called Sleep with Me. If this is your first time here, oh boy, uh, that was a earful. But uh, I hope it helps you. If it doesn't, I apologize for using up about forty-five minutes to an hour of your time. But. uh, don't worry. I won't charge You get the bill in the mail, but um, you don't have to pay it. I don't know. That didn't even make sense because I don't have your address. And I don't even. I'm, I would, I'm not good at that kind of stuff, sending bills or you know, paying them. Ask the power company. And uh, so that's the podcast. It's at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, my buddy Aaron, who I want to thank. Who listened said you don't need to put in the www if you don't want to you can just put sleepmepodcast in there and the internet he explained it to me and um, something to do with hamster wheels I believe is what I but it'll get you there so w whether you want to roll the www now if you keep if you listen to me literally like if you're a fundamentalist like of this podcast. You should probably pick another podcast because this is going to really mess your life up. I mean, fundamentalism is a as a rule, but probably a tough practice to follow. I don't have the discipline for it. But I mean, I'm being honest with you. I would love to have, you know, army of followers. But I'm just saying, for your, even for self preservation, you're not going to be around long if you're a fundamentalist and you're like, yeah, I think I'm, but you know, i been thinking about becoming a. You know, I need to rebel against my parents or whatever the issue. I mean, I'm not this is not a probing into all fundamentalism. This is just podcast specific fundamentalists for this podcast. Don't do it. Because if you're thinking about taking up fundamentalism and you're like, I'm shopping podcasts. I don't know, you got that great history podcast that guy makes, and then you got the uh you know, startup, you got serial Got yeah, a lot of cool stuff out there, but I don't know this guy. I like the you know. I like something about this sleep with me guy. He's a little nutty, thinking about, you know, becoming a fundamentalist listener if it's a podcast. Don't do it because, first of all, sometimes I say four W's, sometimes I say two W's just with the pot. This is just with the website address. And that now, Aaron said if you put in no W's, you'll get there, but if you put in four W's or two W's, your browser's likely. I mean, your browser's likely to self-destruct, and just the other stuff I do on this podcast—it's just not. This is not a fundamentalist-friendly podcast. Uh, so, I mean, again, I don't want to discourage you if you're planning on doing something big, and, and with your, you know, you're you're one of those stout heart. I don't even know, but again, I'm just trying to a tangent. I did not mean to go on, but if you're a fundamentalist. You're gonna get mixed up because sometimes, like I said, ideally when you go to a website, you must say www. Wait, w? See, I can't even do it right now. www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Now, Aaron said you could just go sleepwithmepodcast.com. You'll get there. But I guess my point, which I could have been um, whatever sale now, whatever it is, when you make a point and you get right to it, effective. Uh, is that if you're one of those people that's just listening to me, like writing everything down, I let's say like, if was there going to be a test on this or whatever, you know, you're probably going to end up listening to me. I'm going to say like Now I have no idea, but you might end up at freaking some site that turns your computer into, I don't know. So trust me on that. So, but anyway, that's a website. That's, uh, com, And, uh, if you want to email me, again, email us, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast dot com. If you you want you can post on the website, comments. You can go to Twitter at Dearest Scooter. That's where I, I try to post like sleep news there. And there's a lot of people chatting you know, you could what do you call it, chat me up? I don't know, say hi, discuss stuff, whatever. We'll have fun. You know, make you know and you can do the same thing on Facebook differences on facebook i post the uh, bloopers uh of the podcast now that's like why i decided to do any of this don't even ask uh but uh like the bloopers are on facebook when i post them which is fairly regularly i i think i know I'm, i because i got them i be honest not, not another tangent i know what you're saying i'm already asleep but um I have them. You know, I'm not exactly the most organized person in the world. I'll be, you know, straight with you. And so I have, like, different USB drives. I have different computers that I edit the podcast on and because uh, I don't have, like, a central hub that I'm operating out of. Not, not I have a place I live. To, let's get that straight. But um, so – and I'm scatterbrained a bit. So <sighs> – uh, sorry, I got interrupted there. I think my point was that uh, bloopers are on Facebook. The other other part, the other <laughs> stuff was, I think, irrelevant. Uh, okay, so let's just keep moving. I might have forgot some things, but get a hold of me. That's point. point, second point, I think, or the first, whatever. If you want anything to say to me, just go ahead and do it. If you got a question, whatever. Um, thank yous. One of the things I like to do on this podcast is say thank you because – because this gives me yeah, I'll let to do. I don't do it in my normal day-to-day living. But maybe I'll, like, I'm learning from the podcast. So I want to thank uh, some new people, some people I reconnected with. I want to thank Ashley C., Bobby F., Tom, all got a hold of me, all new people. Uh, Beth W., who's on, I think, Beth is the first person I confirmed that's following the Spotify playlist. Now, I know... Big Spotify controversy this week, which is like weird timing. What Taylor Swift has pulled her uh, music from Spotify it makes me say, hey, maybe I should pay for Spotify. Um, and I don't know the details, the whole thing. And I don't want to get involved because I know I did an episode with Taylor Swift and Mother Nature is on Team Taylor Swift. So I don't want to mess with that. Plus, I heard Taylor Swift's song... I think I'm, I probably had heard it before. The "Shake It Off," "Shake It Off," I think is the song. And you guys know me and pop songs. It's a. It was a great pop song, I think. I mean, I only heard it once, and then probably like a couple times on in the background. And again, well, I guess why am I saying again? That's not, but but it's like I have no Taylor Swift as like this romancer or whatever. I don't follow everything, but she was like with. Uh, Harry Styles, who sounds like some kind of royalty, but I think he's just in music. Or is he Kennedy? Or was she going out with Kennedy? I don't know. But when I heard this song, I'm not kidding, I think I fell in love with her. And I wasn't even watching the video. So now, it's a, like almost like when you guys dream... Well, I'm seeing you guys. But when you dream about someone, and you're like, I didn't know if I was attracted to that person or had any feelings. And then you're like, holy goodness, now I'm obsessed with you. And whatever the other word is, it starts with an S. It's like obsessed. I don't know. It'll come infatuated. It starts with an I, not an S. But I don't know if people can relate to that. But um, so that's, I don't know. I'm trying to thank people. that's W. So, if, again, you don't have to like Spotify. You can tell me if you use something else. But that you can build a collaborative playlist on. It's free for the most part. And, but we lost Taylor Swift, so maybe, I don't know where, what's going to happen. But Beth W's following that. Check it out. It'll be in the show notes. Hey Jude, I promised. Hey, Jude, It's Hey Jude's birthday tonight when I'm recording this. It's two nights later, so happy birthday, Hey Jude. Big four zero. Baroness Bonnie, I want to say get well. She hurt her wrist. Aaron M I already thanked for his WWW. And then Emily Seuss. Has a blog. She wrote a nice blog post about us over at Um I think I'm mean, gonna double check. It. It'll be in the show notes. But Emily is a copywriter. She writes about writing and fibo fibo. Oh uh, man, this is hard. Fibromyalgia, and you know her journey with 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 that. I don't think I'm outing her or anything, but. You know, I know I have some a lot of listeners, or maybe not a lot. Yeah, I know a lot of people are struggling with different things. Uh, some of you might be struggling with fibro, fibro, fibromyalgia, or some of you might be studying, struggling with listening to people that can't pronounce things and that drives you nuts. And some of you, I know, people are struggling from everything out there that I hear from. And and so check out Emily's blog. You know. Comment on it. If you say, hey, you know, I know this. We got Jeannie over there plugging in a life, starting her, getting her podcast under the way about living with chronic pain. So we're getting some resources here, and we're getting homegrown resources. Not any fancy – I mean, I don't know if they wear fancy pants either one of those people or anybody else out there. I don't even – but, you know, not any – so this is a community uh, starting to co- coalesce slowly, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. You know, I'll be a But whatever. So that's Emily Seuss. <laughs> uh, took me a while to get that out. I want to thank our iTunes reviews. You guys have been killing it. And uh, Looked gave us a review, said amazing. Thank you. Justin Bieber Stinks 101 said loves Game of Drones and hates sleeping without it. That's Rob. Jill Eikenberry. Now, that, again, it's not. I know Jill Eikenberry is she one of the frickin' Rizzoli and Isles? Who do we say that was? Back, oh, Thelma, not Thelma and Louise. Maybe it'll come to me, but is that, was Jill Eikenberry one of those women detective team? I can't think of the name. She says we're like a gentle companion. Uh, it'll put you to sleep, guaranteed, is by It's Coda a Bear. It's Coda a Bear. Coda, a bear. Something. I can't. I don't think I can't get it. It's got a bear. Something. Thank you. And then Kit Kat Al. It's just trying out the podcast. It did not help Kit Kat Al last night, but they still enjoyed it. So Kit Kat Al, I hope the podcast helps you when you're listening to this. I hope you're not. I hope you're asleep. But um, again, that's thank you, for everyone, for your uh, iTunes reviews. I just have Emily's uh Podcast is called Variable, but it's at blog emilyseuss.com. I have it open. So check that out. It's, uh, well, it's, this is when we start talking about the episode where Superdoll came to a conclusion. So the season came to a close. And so we got some free time. And believe it or not, it is pretty much more or less our one year anniversary here at the podcast. And uh, it's like November or something. I'm not, I think it's an even day today, but I'm not sure. And it looked in the first episode was a, uploaded to a server on November 8th last year. I have no idea when I recorded it, uh, but whatever. It's not important. Like anniversaries. So I figured it's time for us to check in. Now, I'm just going to give you a warning about a couple of things. Now, this is not going to be a normal episode because I'm going to talk about. The podcast and me a little bit, try to answer some some questions I've had. Just check, you know, you just look look back, I guess, and talk, mostly talk about. So, if you're bothered by reality as real as I could be, I don't even know what I'm, how comfortable I'm going to be, and uh, like how the sausage is made, because that's one thing people have asked is like, so I'm going to go into production, like what I do to get this podcast done. Um, if that stuff's not interesting to you, or you think it's going to detract from your listening, um, like they say about sausage, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I've never gone to a sausage factory. So, you know, you don't have to listen. I, there's, you know, 150, whatever other episodes, check another one out. Maybe check out, uh, Orange Lux, one of my favorite characters. uh, the old episode, I think. If you, I don't even have any idea what episode. The elf who wouldn't listen. I don't know if the episode's good, but I miss that character. Bernie the butterfly episode 100. That's another character I really liked. The Taylor Swift one. The Taylor Swift one that was Mother Mother Nature. I think that I liked that episode too, but I don't only. I don't know if I listened to it other than when I made it. So that's like some other stuff to listen to. Uh, because I'm gonna talk about that, I'm also probably gonna maybe feelings might come up or stuff that bothers me um or I don't know i'm not I'm not trying to be balanced about how I talk about myself and stuff because I know well earlier episodes I was a little bit was overly critical and mean about you know myself, but there might be some stuff that might be able to trigger uh feelings in you that might not help you sleep, so maybe listen to this. Not when you're sleeping. Or, I don't know, frick, it might help you sleep. But I'm hoping it's still boring because that's my main goal. I already hit two accidental tangents. I already, I already went on those two accidental tangents. I wasn't even expecting to be boring, which I know they were. So I'm going to lose people as we go on. Hopefully people start dropping. So it's been a year about the podcast. And I just listened to episode 101 where I attempted, that was a like, uh and that like so that was like uh 50 odd episodes ago and that was one where i attempted to give the backstory of the podcast and i don't think i did a good job honestly i was scared uh about being not about being honest i don't know so i feel like i'm like wow i guess i've grown a little bit since that episode because i think i'm less scared so what are we gonna talk about uh so the two things I talked about on that episode is the difference between Drew and Dearest Scooter and then what it led up to the podcast. And I don't know if I did a great job on that, but you can re-listen to it. But we'll talk about those two things and we'll talk about what goes into the podcast. Now, and hopefully, I want to make sure I give time to what goes into the podcast just because I've promised to talk about that and I haven't. And, you know, you guys can feel free to ask me questions. We have time between now and the holidays, and I'm, you know, I've got some stuff lined up to do, but you know, I'm flexible. Okay, so okay, so Drew and Deer Scooter is uh, I, try, I was last time I tried it It was a little sticky when I was talking about it, Uh and I talked about the history of Deer Scooter and the name Deer Scooter and whatever. So you can listen to the episode for that. But is there a Drew and a Deer Scooter? If, they, if you didn't listen to that episode, it, we it, we share. How do I say this? Because this is really hard for me to even uh, unpack. In some sense, is yeah, I'm Drew Ackerman and Dearest Scooter, uh, but I'm also not. Um, and and that's something that back fifty fifty episodes ago. I was like, is this okay that um, I'm using a pseudonym? And and at this point, I'm like, no, it's not even a pseudonym anymore. And I don't think it was then. Now, when I first started out, it was like a name I'd already used in another blog. It was a Twitter handle that I had, and it was also like a, a security blanket. I was like, well, I'm starting this podcast. I don't know what's going to happen. And I, I didn't tell anybody like that I knew, like my family or like – not like I have a drove of supporters, but anybody that I was starting the podcast just because I wanted to do it by myself and see how it went and be able to be um, – You know, not worry about even positive feedback. I do, you know, I just was like, oh, let me see how this goes. And so that using Deer Scooter as a name gave me a security blanket, but also gave me like this freeness to be more, to to actually be separate from Drew or myself. And I don't know if this is making any sense, but hopefully that's good because it could be boring. Uh, Is uh, so that's when it started, and then. You know, people will, you know, I always listed as separate people, not because I thought I was pulling wool over anybody's eyes, but then of course, of course, the self-critical part of me is like, you're going to get in trouble for this. People are going to be mad at you because it's like, you're not two people. But, and then I think I was my fear at 100 or whatever. Episode 101 was like making that clear. But I was like, I was trying to be funny about it because I was afraid like I'd be rejected or you guys would be like, well, that's it. I'm not going to listen to podcasts podcast ever again because you, uh, I, I don't know, because you use a pseudonym and that's not, that's an unrealistic fear, clearly. But, um, I don't know, looking back at it now, it really is. And if you listen to the bloopers on Facebook, you can hear that there are two people involved in making this podcast. Now you, you can psychoanalyze it any way you want. That's fine. Like, Dear Scooter, and the person that's talking right now, and the Drew, when I'm not on, behind the mic or emailing with you guys, is is a little bit different person. And this isn't a, this is not a critical, like a criticism of me of Drew, but Dear Scooter is like a amplified version of me in a positive way, like my positive personality aspects. <laughs> of of boredom and dullness oh frick yeah oh boy but or my ability to like laugh and take things lighthearted um that's dear scooter is able to more fully embrace or express that part of myself I don't know how to explain it it's not like I I don't know (laughs) this is me being honest about it but without without dear scooter Uh, or without being able to inhabit a role and be able to just put my um, check some stuff at the door. I think athletes say that, but, or maybe, I don't know who says that, but to really be like, um, I don't know, maybe I just compartmentalize things too much, but this is an example of compartmentalization that works. I, I don't know, because when I listen to the bloopers or when I'm editing episode, there are points where we're yelling at each other and that's real i mean where i'm yelling at the writer part of me or the part of me that backed the story into a corner or that didn't describe something or or whatever um that's one thing the other thing is like the person if you listen to uh bloopers you'll hear me usually before i start the episode i kind of act goofy and i'm silly and i sing those aren't things. I mean, I sing in my normal life, and that's actually a good indicator of like depression or whatever for me or my mood. Not not day to day, but like, wh- where am I? Where am I this month? Is if I'm singing out loud or whistling like I'm on the train or walking? I'm like, okay, that's a good sign for me, uh, mental health wise, I guess. But this person, dear Scooter, when I when I go there, sits behind the mic, starts singing. Songs goofing around. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I'm not uh equipped. I'm just trying to. That's just the straight story. I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me either, but uh, I don't want, I just want you guys to know. <laughs> if that's you know, I don't know. So that's the Dear Scooter Drew thing. If you need more of an explanation, because you probably if. Either you're going to be like me, hold your hands up. Well, that's the situation, and it's working, all right? This is like one of those relationships that you're like, well, if it works for you guys, well, uh, uh, you know, where your aunt makes that face, uh, uh, well. So, uh, you know, if you want to email me, it's feedback at sleepinmepodcast.com. We can talk about it. So that's that. What led to the podcast? Now, um, let me pause it one second. What led to the podcast is a long, kind of long story. I ca- talked about it a little bit, a little bit in the other episode, and but um, let's see if I can do summarize it a little bit here. Is that, and I think we'll we'll get into it more after we talk about how, how I make the podcast or what the work is. But so one of the creative things I did was I had this dear scooter. You can listen to that. It was like pretending to be Scooter Libby commenting on Dear Abby things, and I didn't follow through on that. And that was at this time in my life, and I think I talked about it on another episode, where I was kind of stuck in one of those places. And maybe you, this will hopefully help some people at least relate where you don't feel like you're alone. I was stuck in one of those places where I made, especially when it came to work and my creative life, a lot of really poor decisions out of fear. Um, at the time, I didn't know I was terribly afraid or or out of just being young. Or you know, medium young is like being like you know, not knowing what to do with your life, and then doing things, just doing things that weren't taking me where I wanted to go, and that were going against what whatever choices that weren't leading me anywhere, and that and the way I was leading my life, especially. Yeah, I don't. I mean, if you want to talk about my personal life, you can email me um, to more know more about it. But but I was kind of like I've always been one of those people. At least a lot of me has been a mediocre person, and it and it's not to sound hurtful. I don't know if there's people that care about me, or a listener or like that, love this podcast. You might say, "Oh, that's mean." No, I've always been one of those people that's half-assed it or been and, and um, just gotten by, done enough to get by. And as you get older, that starts to like you can't just get by because if you're just, I just had jobs where I was trying stuff out. And then it didn't work out. But instead of, like, making the hard decision to quit, which I eventually would do and try something new, I could get by or slowly sink, which is actually what I found myself in a couple times. Like, and as I said, I bankrupted this one business I started because I had just gotten in a situation where I was slowly sinking. I didn't know. I Actually, at the time, I didn't know how to get out of it or didn't have the courage to be like, this is not right for me. I need to start over. And, um... So that was my career-wise, what was going on. I was lost. And uh, and then at the same time, I had this part of me that I always wanted to be creative. And I was like, oh, if I could get a business going and get some money coming in, I could write on the side or be creative on the side. And that never happened. And I got to this point where I was like starting to worry. Uh, with everything else that was going on in my life, I was like, man, um, the clock's ticking here. And... Uh, my what I've done with my life isn't amounting to much. Now, my personal life and my relationships, that's different than what I'm talking about. So I'm not trying to be hurtful or say I ruined my entire life or whatever or that all my choices were terrible. This is... um. So again, if you... I, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to be all-encompassing here. But... uh, And I was like, okay, well, am I ever going to try to be creative? Because it's like, I talked a big game. Like oh, I'm so creative in my head, not not to other people, but or I'm going to be a writer, I'm going to write screenplays, or I'm going to do short movies or documentaries. But I never followed through on it. I never put any effort into it. Or if I did, it wasn't sustained effort, like the original Deer Scooter blog, a couple other things that I never started and didn't finish. And then I got to this point where I was like, um... At least I had some. When people talk about a moment of clarity, this wasn't a moment of clarity, but it was like, Are you ever going to try? came up. Like, some part of me was like, Well, are you ever going to try to be a writer or do something creative? And uh, I was like, Well, that's a good question. And some part of me had the sense to be like, Well, maybe you should think about not, do, like, maybe you should decide, Do you really want to do it or not? and have the freedom to be like, You know what? I'm not going to do anything creative um, either as a hobby or as a potential for a job. I'm just going to not. So I took, it was like, decide if you're going to try or not. That was the first decision. And I got to this point, when I started thinking about it, it was like I started projecting into the future. Uh, And this was probably the first time I did it, because most of the time I'm projecting the future, you know, just bad stuff happening, or I'm a bad person, um, or whatever, you know, tears you might have. You know, I have, I'm a human being. And with, you know, not the most stable brain. But this part of me projected in the future something different. It was like, listen, what are you going to regret most when it's too late to start trying? Are you going to, are you like, what would be the most crushing? Like, what would it, let's say I get to 60 or something or 50 or whatever. What would be the most devastating thing? Like, would it be, and this is sounds, um, whatever, self helpy but it's not. It's like I really was like, holy crap. Like it would be devastating to just be like, you know what? I never even tried. I never followed through on anything. And maybe I had some aptitude to do some of this or maybe I didn't, but I never even found out because I was too scared and too like uh, procrastinating or just not committed to it. And I really started to sit with the fear and thinking about like, how other people see me and in a more clear way of like, how would other people see me or friends of mine that haven't made it, uh, to be honest with you, you know, that have passed away or died when they were young. Like, what what would they think? And and not even in a, a again, I'm not trying to be self-critical or dam- damaging any self-esteem. I'm trying to be honest here. Like, what would they say? Like, you know, they lost their life. What would they think about what I'm doing with mine? Am I trying, or am I just like getting by like I'm just content living this mediocre life with my creative outlets my work and stuff and this didn't turn me into this a personality, but it made this stark decision It's like, okay, well, now time the decision's probably made uh at least a choice now i can can try or I can live with that future um like and then I started trying a little bit of time, especially, you know, I got in some community college classes doing some writing. I met some people, started writing, mostly trying to figure out how to write screenplays because if you listen to this podcast, you know, I've got some, uh, composition issues or whatever the way my brain works. So I I have dyslexia. So, um, I don't know why I love movies too. And so I worked on learning screenplays and that was something in I, I, I had to learn how to be consistent about, and st- i on that I was still learning how to be consistent about, and and and, but I was, um, uh, eons above not trying. Uh, it wasn't consistent, or, uh, and and I had other stuff going on that I was getting in the way of being creative, but, um, I started, um, and and I mean. I was learning by making mistakes, but at least I was making mistakes of like, oh, well, if I would have written every day this week, even a little bit, I would have moved forward instead of being like, oh, I never like I've never even started. And I met some other creative people. And so that's like a whole thing uh, way too long to talk about and or where things are at with that. I'm not making movies or writing movies, um, but I'm making this podcast. Somehow that led to this. And not that I've given up on that either. Uh, it's, again, if you want to talk about it, just email me. Um, but uh, what was my point? But so I'd had this idea for this podcast for a while. Um, again, as I've talked about, because one thing that helped me fall asleep was telling my brother boring stories, and the other was listening to Dr. Demento. Um, and we could, well, well I guess. I've talked, I talked about that more. Maybe i will talk, I don't know. I'm a little lost in this, this my, talking about myself. a little, but, uh, so, um, okay. Whew. So I was on the creative path. Let's just say that, whatever. And, uh, but I'd always wanted to do this podcast, like where I was like, okay, like, yeah, let me see if I could do this, like telling stories or something, making up stories but Because I listened to podcasts, like, for a while. And uh, so then, whatever, I was trying to write a screenplay feature length one and, where I would written one and I was trying to rewrite it. And at the same time I was doing that, I was also writing something with two other guys, like, more short um, something that we were going to produce. So I was trying to do those two things. And um, the rewriting of the feature was going okay. And then the writing of this, um, like a web series type thing, that was going, and that was like I was like kind of consistently found through both those things, but not perfectly. But then last year, like a little over a year ago, um, the short, plan, pro, the short I was writing with those other two guys, that project kind of imploded. Uh, to be honest, it just uh, one guy had moved away. And there were three of us writing it together, and we just couldn't – it just uh, didn't work out. And it was, like, weird because it was, like, it fell apart. It kind of seemed like it was headed that way for a little while anyway. And then when it kind of fell apart, I was a little bit upset about it. But then I was like, oh, wait a second. I have – already had committed this time to this project. What a chance here to, like – slip in and start doing this podcast that I had this idea for, like, what a sad opportunity, like a sad thing would be if I just like, uh, filled up this time, like didn't fill up this time with being creative because I'd already, already had the time set aside. And so that was it. I started doing the podcast, like literally right away without thinking about being, you know, the ramifications or what I was getting myself into. And that was when the, podcast started a year ago ish. Um, and then as the podcast went on, it's grown and changed and hold on, let me, I'm going to grab my notes. Okay. So, so I got a lot of notes about this. Um, but as the podcast has kind of grown and changed, I've learned a lot. And, uh, again, questions just shoot them at me. And so that was in November, October, November last year. And then this is a uh, just another thing of me being honest with you guys in the hopes that maybe if I'm connected with one or two other people um, or you can relate to this in any way, I'll be straight with you guys. I had a pretty alcohol a drinking problem, and uh, that was getting in the way of not just my being creative but everything else. And uh, if you – there's not really – uh, I don't want to dig into it. But if, if you have any questions about it, do not hesitate to ask if you want to know. I mean, I'm, I'll share it with you, whether it's curiosity or, you know, you just want to know more about it or whatever. Just email me feedback at Sleep With Me podcast. I'll talk to you about it via email or message me somehow. Um, but whatever, it's just pretty simple. Alcohol problem. And so uh, that was another thing I had to deal with. And it was just weird, the timing, because I had. Started dealing with that in end of December, and I was already like, "Oh, you know, we got a problem here. Is it going to be dealt with?" But that timing—I um, don't know if anybody listens—has any. Everyone has somebody they know that's addicted to alcohol or, or, or something else that's close to you. And one thing about it is, when you stop doing something, it's really time-consuming, and you don't, I'm not creative when I'm uh, under the influence of anything. Uh, so it was like suddenly at the end of December, I'd already started the podcast, but all of a sudden I had a lot more time on my hands because I, uh, wasn't, uh, because I was clear headed a lot more time, especially in the evenings. Uh, so it's just a weird connect. It, it, it's inherently connected to the podcast for me. And I just, I mean, it's not like I'm wanting you guys to know about my private business, or trying to be, um, you know, oh, this is my problems or oh, look at me. It's more like there's no way for me to separate my sobriety or not whatever, you know, you want to call it and this podcast because they wouldn't – if I was still drinking, I guarantee I wouldn't be talking to you right now about like I would have never – this podcast or it would just be mediocre. I mean it wouldn't be the podcast it is right now. I'm, po- I'm positive about that. And, uh, not that you gotta be sober to be a podcast, you know, not saying, uh, whatever, you, you don't read anything. Don't read too deep into it. But for me, um, and, but at the same time, the podcast has helped me because, and you guys have helped me by li- like listening to it and letting me know, like, just because the podcast helps you sleep, somehow the podcast helps me survive, uh, survive in, in and not in an unhealthy way. It's just like, Wow, this gave me this outlet, this powerful outlet to connect with people and be creative and use up a lot of my time and a little bit of money, not but not as much money as I was blowing uh, out there, um, you know, doing something that I've always wanted to do that I never did. Oh, boy, this is not the road I thought I'd be going down tonight, but um, I don't know that's just me. Let me take a let me take a second to try to clear my head. Um, I guess what I was gonna say, like, or getting is like, so that was another um a moment in the history of the podcast was uh, me stopping drinking, because that enabled the podcast to have more of, I mean, me more fully embrace the podcast and more time to pursue the podcast and more be more available on some mental level, I guess, and then. So, so I don't know. Then the podcast has, I've learned a lot since then, um, as I've gone along and I've made some mistakes, of uh, overdoing stuff or, or, or trying to figure out. But then suddenly, not that long ago, I found this, the podcast has found this spot where things are really working well now as far as like, um, On a creative level Because right now Other than not Superdoll's on break Or whatever We would have Three episodes every week Trending Twitter Tuesdays Thursdays was Superdoll Before that it was um, Get Esos And before that it was um, After the Glass Slipper And then Sundays it was Game of Thrones And uh, so this uh, I'm going to segue right into the uh, I was just looking at the time here Because we're We're You know I'm going on and on here well hopefully boring maybe my personal problems bored you too I don't have personal problems personal journey, I guess in the journey of the podcast but so let me go through the what goes into the podcast real quick, but without trying to go off on any tangents that's boring enough so a little more background is that I have a job that's similar to social work, but I'm not a social worker, but I can't really talk about what I do uh Uh, exactly on on the air for real. Um, But I'm not a spy or anything cool like that. Uh, But so, but my job is very contained. Like when I leave work, I do not, like I work 40 hours. I don't have to, I don't have to do any work when I get home or on the way home or on the way to work. It's very contained. Like I just go to work, I do my job. Now there's because it's like a social work type job. There's some emotional spillover situations, but not anything, um, where I'm like having to do any busy work or work. So I'm lucky in that sense. And then I also have a commute to work. I, I don't have a car, uh, in case, you know, any, I don't know, not important, but, uh, so I take, tr- uh, I ride my bike or take a bus or walk, and then I take a train, uh, to work. So I have like a 30 minute train ride, um, And then sometimes extra bus time each way. So each day I have a guaranteed hour part of my commute that I can write or work on the podcast. So that's one thing about the podcast is or two things that I'm lucky. I have this commute, but I don't drive, so I'm able to work on the podcast. That's when I – I mean I started doing that when I was trying to get some writing done. And then two is that I don't have a stress – I don't have like this high-powered stressful job – where I'm having to work like a lot of you do and and I can see how that can be stressful and draining uh, so those are two things that are big helps with the podcast. Um, okay, so we'll go through let's just go through the week and then talk about the episodes and if this is actually a long episode, then I'll figure out cutting down a game of drones or something um, so so let's just start with Monday. For example, so Monday morning, uh, I'll, I'll usually be writing Superdoll. Usually the week. Actually, let's just talk about what goes into the episodes, of uh, the shows. So Superdoll is the uh, or Get Best, those are um, after the glass slipper or whatever. Anything that's like a serial story, those are the. That's the one that's the most work as far as writing goes, and the most terrifying as far as writing goes. So, like, literally, so I record that on Tuesday nights, but I have to start writing it, like, um, on Wednesday. So, let's say the week of Superdoll is. I'm recording it right now of what I've written. Then tomorrow would be Wednesday. I would start kind of, like, being like, okay, where do we leave off that episode? And Wednesday would just be kind of a day where hopefully I'd get, like, 15 to 30 minutes of writing minimum on Superdoll. Yeah, probably, like, 30 hopefully. Um, and then just start outlining it. Well, where's the episode gonna go next or skepes, whatever the thing is. And then Wednesday, Thursday, it'll be a little bit more of the same. Let me look. Wow. Uh, yeah, Thursday would be a little bit more of the same of like a blue sky brainstorming stuff, but then um trying to find, like, a beginning and an end for the episode of, like, an idea of, okay, where does this episode start and where does it finish? And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, again, it's, like, trying to fit in. I've learned the hard way. I've learned the hard way with these, like, the Superdoll, the serial episodes. The more writing you get in, the less scary it is when it comes time to record the episode and the better the episode's going to be. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday it's like an idea of like what is the conflict in this episode and and how you know the boring stuff comes that's the easy part <laughs> but uh like what's the conflict who wants what who who's against who what who's uh, you know who's opposing who or, or what and it it doesn't have to be uh or well, whatever it, it's discovering the conflict and then trying to make sense cuz a lot of times it's like okay with the boring stuff it's like in the dreamy type stuff, it's like, okay, well, how does this connect? Or the mess I made last episode, how can I, like, how does that make sense in this episode or how does this connect? And usually it's a case of me trying to over make sense of it where I'm like, I have to go back to the conflict and be like, okay, let's stay with the conflict. We got the beginning, we got the end, and we got the conflict instead of like, don't worry about the explanations or the, and that's where it's just natural part of like, storytelling not well is like, you know, over-explaining. But, so, that's something I can lean on when I'm recording that episode, but when I'm not, when I'm writing it's like trying to break down the story. So then Monday comes, now the pressure's on, and if I didn't write on Saturday and Sunday at least for a little while, and and Friday for like 35, 30 to 45 minutes or something, now I start getting terrified because it's like holy so ideally i have like a pretty well constructed idea of what's going to happen i can start writing out uh an outline of like okay this is what's going to happen start to play out like who's in this where are they this goes for all three series who's talking you know what maybe what are they saying would be on Monday, and then come up with like a, a outline, like her bullet points or whatever. You guys have seen, some of you have seen some of my stuff. It's, and then ideally then Tuesday I would be rehearsing, and then by her rehearsing it's on a public train. So it's just like reading through the episode and picturing it in my mind uh, like watching a movie and saying, oh, okay, this is Electra said this, yeah, yeah. And, and stuff comes up, new stuff, and then Tuesday, I get home, and that's what I have to work with. Now, if I worked on it for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, then I can sit back here and say, "Okay, let's just do this and and see how it goes." And um, sometimes it goes good, and sometimes it goes bad. Now, if I didn't put in enough effort, um, or I got caught up because I was, af- and a lot most of the time it's because I'm afraid of not be- not being good or not not being I, you know just some unrealistic pressure I'm putting on myself then uh, it becomes terrifying recording the episode or at least before I start recording and it takes a little bit of extra effort to get myself calmed down and, and relaxed enough to let this you know just like I said about that Furby or whatever the Tribble like not to hold it so tightly because it can't do that with the story otherwise it's going to get away from what I've learned is that um and again, I, it's crazy that I put this much work into being boring, but I think it's important. Uh, or I'm just ins- – I mean, this could be – this podcast could be – I could be Sisyphus reborn. Uh, but I, again, that's a thing I can re- remind myself a lot of times. When I do get afraid or get this performance anxiety, Is like, you know what? You don't have to be perfect. Your your job is to help these people fall asleep. And be there for them. Um, not, it's not about you being the greatest storyteller in the world or a good storyteller or the battle you fought back then about being mediocre or not showing up or not following through. You're following through. Okay. And you're doing all you have to do is your best. And that's the kind of shit I got to tell myself. I'll be honest with you because I'm crazy. And then it's like, okay, I'm ready to do this. And that's the difference between Drew and Scooter. It's like, you know, I got to sit Drew down and calm him down, because he's a lunatic, and a and, and, you know, human being, we're all, so, you know, it's not a bad thing, so that's super dull now, th- that kind of shows the pros and the cons of the Superdoll, the cons are, it takes a lot of writing work, or outlining work, or whatever, and it's not even getting, re- you know, it takes a lot of work, and it's horrifying to try to, to it's work, um, trying to come up with it's like pulling teeth a lot of times, your own teeth. But the, on the pro side, the best part, and the reason I've come to love these serial stories, is because I come to love the characters, and I get to learn the characters and discover them, and then they help me with the story. Um, well, otherwise, I could not sustain this podcast. That's one thing I learned. I'm like, through this year of doing it, is like, okay, these serial stories, these longer stories. As I get to know the characters, I can lean on them for the creative part. Like Electra, Mesmero. I didn't even have to lean on Mesmero that much. I could have leaned on him more. Or, I mean, frickin' Cash and Penny. I mean, talk about two reliable characters. Just characters you fall in love with. I mean, just like you guys might like certain characters on this show where I'm Breaking Bad or whatever. I'm surprised. Um, And it's, you know... Um, I don't know it's hard to explain but they start making their own decisions and having their own voice and that's like enables me to be less afraid as a storyteller and, and actually have less pressure I don't think I'm have the time or the creativity because at one point I was trying to do three different serial stories every week which was insane I was doing um the one about the dude uh, who was driving across country trying to start the uh, Bordello in Florida, Florida Project, get Esos, and After the Glass Slipper. And I didn't, didn't realize at the time that that was impossible to try to do. And then I was even trying to do two at once. But yeah, so I learned that um, I, I only have the ability to do one serial story a week well or okay, boringly. So that's super dull, or the serial stories in general. Game of Drones. Let's talk about Game of Drones. So a Game of Drones... On Monday nights, or well, Sunday nights now, I watch Walking Dead. I used to watch Game of Thrones on Sunday. Even when it wasn't on, I'd just watch it on HBO Go. Now I watch it on Monday. Um, and then I take notes. So, And then sometimes I don't finish it. Like, I didn't finish last night, so tonight I'll watch the rest of it after I do this. And I just take notes as I watch the episode about what's happening and, and be like, huh, that interested me. But usually... Again, just like in Superdoll, when I'm done with the notes in the episode and I go to bed and I get up the next day, I'm like, oh, man, I'm screwed. I'm not going to have enough for a show. And it's going to go horrible. And then I have to be like, calm down. Let's take a look at the notes and let's see. And thank you for George R. R. Martin, Weiss and Benioff because those shows give me so much to work with. And then I see like, oh, wait, I've always wondered about that, just like you guys here on the show. Once I start looking through my notes, then my fears are calmed, and I'm like, oh, and I usually have way more stuff. Like I should start making a list of stuff to research, and there's more stuff, there might be like 15 things. And then I start to be like, well, I don't know about that one, or that one might not fit, and then I might research maybe somewhere between Eight and 10 or 11 things, or start to, and then I'll, as I start to research, I'll be like, okay, well, that one's not going to work, and then I'll end up with whatever we end up with, which is like five to seven, maybe I don't know. And so, and that's actually fun, uh, it, it uses a different part of your brain, which is nice for me because it takes a lot, like, it complements, um, or it takes the pressure off the what's going on, super dull where that's like a much, it's just a different rigmarole. So this is like more like, okay, just do the research. It's work that has to get done. Um, But it's a different part of your, it's like, oh, I'm curious about this anyway. Let me find out about that and be like, oh, I didn't know that. Or it's like it takes some work to figure out the research. But uh, that gets done. And then I just have the research. I have it, I put it in Workflowy now. And then I just open up the links and, and, uh, you know, I will review the things ahead of time. That'll give me an idea of what I want to talk about. I have some notes. So when I sit down to do Doll, now Superdoll takes me between, lately it's been taking me four sessions to record it. So I'll record for an hour or something on sun, Thursday nights, and then an hour or something on Friday nights. Um, and then, uh, like Saturday and Sunday I'll finish, um with whatever I didn't get done. So it all takes the longest time to record because it's a longer show and it's just a lot more stuff. Um, but it's not as nearly as like uh, I, I can have a little bit more fun. I'm more relaxed as far as like because there's no pressure on me to find. Uh, everything's done. I mean, there's, you know, I got to find some stuff. Uh, but it's uh, just less, I don't know. You know what I'm saying or no? you <laughs> not even. But so, so that's uh, game of drones. And then uh, trending Twitter Tuesdays. Oh boy. Um, so that one, I don't even know where the idea. I mean, I think I, the idea. You know, I was like, oh, I, I want to make up some stories as I go along, on the spot, uh, which is what I used to do with my brother, and I used to do that sometimes. Uh, this i did not well no we'll get into it but i used to do it other times too but um that one is like great because there's no prep and there's so there's no anxiety until time comes to do it and then it's like uh if i think about it it's absolutely terrifying but that's the thing is like you can't like it's like the kind of thing i just gotta not even think about because otherwise it ruins it and um So it's really – that one really tests my – has helped me grow because it's like I got to go in. I got to sit down. Sometimes I'll have a character like Ray who's – or or, he'll come in and do the show for me or a character like Mother Nature or Bernie the Butterfly. Ray's a real person, but those two are not. Um, But then I'll just go with uh, – or sometimes I'll have nothing and I'll just go with what the trends are. And just have to, like, let the story unfold. And uh, uh, I'm not the one making up the story. Let's just... uh, I don't understand how storytelling works. And I I cannot claim... Like, there is something magical that happens. And I just happen to be the one lucky enough to, like, um, be there for it, I guess. or, Or be the mouthpiece for it. I don't know how to explain it, but, like... Some of those episodes, I don't even barely know what happened. Like I cannot believe, um, and even when I'm telling the story or what, and I'm watching it unfold, I'm telling it at the same time that I'm able to survive it. Like, like I'm like, oh God, like if like the less I think like that, the better the story goes. But I'm like, man, how is this gonna resolve itself? But it does if I just relax and tell the story as it comes. Um, I don't know how to ex- explain it, and just have fun, and and relax. I don't know. I keep saying relax, but it's true. So turning Twitter Tuesdays this is the most dangerous because if I'm not, it it has to get recorded. Like I have to record it Sunday because that's one the only time I have time Sunday afternoon. Um, so there's no redos. Um, I've, and as, as far as the podcast goes, this is like a, I've only. A long, long time ago, I redid one of the uh, Florida Project episodes because it was like terrible, I thought. And then I re recorded it. And I said, and again, it wasn't like, it's not like I'm, I was like, well, this isn't a good trend to start because my self critic was the one that was like, this is terrible. Uh, And then there was another time, maybe the second or third or fourth trending Twitter Tuesday, where I was just like really self critical. And I just kept being like, this is not going well. And it kept pulling me out of the story. And I just kept pressing, pressing, pressing to perform. And I had to take a break. And I left. And I left and I went for a bike ride. But again, I was still like worried about it. And then I went home and finished and redid the episode. I'd only started it. But, and I don't know how well, I don't think it turned out that great. But it, it turned out, you know, it it got done. Um, But that, again, shows the danger of like, being too self-conscious and too worried about being good. If I'm not worried about being good, you know, if I'm like, you know, it's just my job to show up here, do the podcast, see how it goes, do my best, be boring, which is natural for me, and go on tangents, follow the tangents where they go. It's like breadcrumbs or some shit. And just see where, oh, wait, no, all of a sudden be like, oh, that reminds me of teddy bears. And then it's like, oh, that reminds me of this story. There is a natural flow to it, but it's, like, really hard for me to be brave enough to follow that natural flow and 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 be, be relaxed enough. But you guys are the ones that make that possible. I'm not trying to kiss ass. It's like, oh, wait a second, buddy. You're not that great. Like, you don't have to be that great. You don't have to be hot stuff. You just have to show up and do the podcast and do your best. And this is wrapped back around the beginning. um, Is like that is what I think is important. Like this whole podcast started because, or the is the powerfulness for me comes from. I mean, now it's coming from more than one thing. From listening to you guys, hearing your stories, my journey is now tied to this podcast. But the genesis of this podcast is when I was like at my lowest in my entire life and I was just a kid and I can't tell you and I know a lot of you can connect as adults or as kids of like I could not sleep no matter what I did and I didn't feel like anyone believed me and it was like I was in physical pain not only was I in this emotional terror and exhaustion and but it was like almost like this physical pain. i of it was connected to anxiety because I was horrified about going to school and what was going to happen to me there. And, um, but that wasn't it. But, but, um, it it was so overwhelmingly tear. It was pure terror, but it was also this terror that I knew I couldn't escape. It was like, no, you're going to school tomorrow and I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. My parents are doing the best job they could, but, it was like, you don't have a choice on this. So, and I didn't feel strong or brave or powerful. Like I was like, I'm going to go to school tomorrow and deal with this. It was like, tomorrow's going to be a worst day of my life. And right now, like, and there's nothing I can do about it. I'm power. I don't know. You guys know what I'm saying. I know a lot of you do. And so when I think about that kid there and like, sometimes I would relieve it that, I tell my brother, so be like, oh, he fell asleep. And sometimes I would fall asleep telling him those stories. And then the other thing that worked only on Sunday nights, because that's the only time Dr. Demento was on, was this Dr. Demento radio show. And it didn't usually help me fall asleep. And that's why it's not always, impo- like, uh, we'll get to the point, like, but it, it gave me like a, a a modicum of relief, as I said at the beginning, escape. Like, it let me stop worrying and just listen to these goofy songs that weird Al Yankovic and people like him made and dr demento commenting on it or whatever else went on the show i don't really remember um it just gave me a little escape and like lightness uh and then maybe i could wind down or maybe not but at least for those 2 hours i was, I was distracted from what i thought was the worst terror of my life so that's those are two things and that and the dr demento thing is important to me and that's why I just list all this work I do in the podcast is like, I don't, I could easily just be totally boring and, and be like, yeah, so I went to, I got this loaf of bread and, you know, and it was French bread, you know, without putting any work into it. But I think, I don't think the podcast would work. I mean, maybe it would. And that's like a deep seated fear is that some dude's going to start a podcast, copy me, and he's just going to dial it in and it'll be like. He'll have 10 times the amount of listeners as me. And maybe that will happen. I don't know. But most of my fears about this podcast have turned out to be unfounded. But um, but it's like that doctor. That's why I, I think I called it the Dr. Demento test at one point. Is like, is this also going to give someone relief if they don't fall asleep? And they find me amusing. Now, not everybody likes Dr. Demento. Not everybody's going to like me. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. But if I'm your cup of tea... You know, I don't want it to be. You know, I don't know. And you can't fall asleep. I want you to know I'm here to be a little bit goofy for you. And that's the thing to to be to go to that kid that I I am or was in this room, desperately uh, lost and, and afraid. Is that you know when I think about it now as an adult, um, like what would I do for that kid? Realistically, if I had had a time machine if i was to go back all i would do is or all as i would have wanted is someone to say hey man this sounds like it sucks you can't sleep and you don't feel like anybody understands well you know i don't i i, I can't promise you, you you know about what's going to happen tomorrow and i can't change the fact that school sucks and we can work on that together or try to figure something out but for right now this is just must suck man and I really feel bad for you, and you know I'm just gonna sit here because i'm I, I want I, I'm gonna be here because you can't sleep and I want to be here for you and so that's what drives me to the podcast so it's not important about the stories being great or um well we're in a motion city here uh folks, and I'm glad that I'm not taken away from it like I did at episode 100 of the shows I've grown. It's just being honest. So, but that's what's important to me about you guys that listen is, um, and and I'm not perfect. Believe me, like I said, this was like this amplified best version of myself, but if I have the chance to be the best version of myself right now, um, I want to be like, like at least give you a sense, um, of that. Like, that desperate need that I wanted filled. And, and maybe that's what, maybe that, that's, this isn't like a, this is maybe just a Band-Aid. But it's like, I want you to know, like, yeah, whatever you're going through that's keeping you awake, uh, it, it, it is, it's hard. And it must suck. And whatever it is, whether it's physical pain or PTSD or anxiety, or anger, or uh, withdrawal. I mean, that's. I was. I mean, that was one reason I drank. Well, I mean, not the main reason for my drinking problems. But what was the benefit of having a drinking problem was it dealt with my sleeping problem. But um, you know, whatever it is, like fear of not being able to fall asleep, whatever that is, it does suck, and it is terribly hard or painful. Or whatever it is for you. I can't claim to uh, understand exactly what you're going through. But I can relate to it. And um, I don't know. That's like the... uh, I guess that's the important part about this podcast. And not that this podcast is important or anything like that. But I guess that's something I have to remind myself of. That's maybe the most important part about this episode. And reviewing things with you guys, publicly, uh, is uh, is maybe that's something I need to make more ritual for myself. Is like, and it's something I remind myself of when I get carried away with making it about me and what I'm afraid of. And even though I'm the one doing this podcast and all that shit, the important part is, and it's counter counterintuitive, I guess, is that uh, the important part is even if one person's listening, uh, and, and one person, I don't know, I I guess it's not important for me to be profound either and act like I'm fucking some know-it-all, but it's like, if you were in that position, like I was, and I, I will be again, and I have been, you know, not just when I was in fifth or sixth grade, where you do feel terribly alone and like, no one understands you and like, this isn't ever going to end. I can tell you, it probably is going to end sometime, but it it doesn't feel like that. I'm sure, and it sounds like like if that's something that you relate to, that's terribly hard. And I want you to know that you know that's why I'm following through with this podcast. And I might not be able to come to your house or even become friends with you and help you. But when I think about, uh. Like, what? what's the future of this podcast? Stopping's not the future of the podcast. Because of that, it's like, I already promised I'll be here, you know. Now, I might get sick or, you know, shit, I might win a billion dollars and go on a vacation. But, uh, you know, the podcast is here just in case, okay? And, and as a reminder, and, it, and this is just some digital, you know, the... I don't know. We're all striving for something real. And this isn't, in some sense, this isn't real. Um, I don't know. I guess again, why do I need to be profound? Like, you know, from one person that I can't sleep to another, uh, shit, I'm just here to bore you. And it, I mean, it, and I'm not trying to make, be lighthearted now and def, maybe part of me is deflate the emotion, but it's true. Like if I can lull you or bore you or my tangents amuse you enough to relax you then i'm uh, full of gratitude that you'll have me here in your ears to listen to and and if shit if this stuff can help somebody or it, i mean i guess it is fuck um then it's helping the person uh then it's helping myself i mean in more ways than one this podcast has really helped me a lot um but you know, it's helping that kid that I guess still lives inside me somewhere that I was like, fuck, man. Uh, I don't feel like anybody is available to help me. I don't know. This, um, I got to I gotta wrap up, guys, because this is going on a long time, but I don't know. I'm trying to, oh, I feel like I just had a, this was like one of those post-argument situations, but we didn't argue. But yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm here to do the podcast. I guess if you get more there might be a, this might be an ongoing discussion. So yeah, let me know what this up I hope this didn't bring up any stuff. Obviously it did, but um just email me if you want to talk about this more or you have questions. And if you have any private questions, just go ahead and email me and say private question or you know, private disclosure, but you know, don't be afraid to ask me questions. Cause I, I mean, I'll talk, I'll talk to you about it off the microphone shit. So that's it um, for tonight. I'm going to, I mean, I'm freaking, I need to, you know, unwind or something. Um, I guess I'm feeling pretty relaxed. I feel good about this, especially compared to the last one, because I kind of felt like I was you know, being trying to be too witty about this stuff. And uh it's not, it's a mishmash of stuff that I've I don't I haven't figured any of it out. Um and but I'm trying, I guess. Not the uh to figure out the podcast end of it and the being boring ending of it. And trying to follow through, show up and do my best. Um and so far it's worked for a year. Uh, you guys are listening, it's helping some of you and, uh, it's, I'm having fun doing it and I'm learning. So thank you so much, um, for, for those of you that have reached out to me, told me your stories, listened to the podcast, told other people about it, reviewed me. Um, just said nice things or funny things and had fun. Thank you so much, really, and uh, I really appreciate it, and I'm glad that I I followed through on this, because I wouldn't have, you know, this, so this is, thanks, all right, good night.